0: Jeff Crofts. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's
1: Friday here on Political Coffee. That means you have the opportunity to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. It doesn't have to be anything on my plate. Boy, do I have a lot. A lot to talk about as we normally do on Fridays. So, we are at a critical juncture in America. What? It's like, you didn't know that? Of course you did. Well, there's lots going on in the world, and all of it revolves around, I'm just going to tell you this, America. It's exactly right. Now, we have much to be thankful for in this great nation. Freedom, the perfect law of liberty, which, you know, comes out of scripture, folks. Liberty is a powerful concept because it is given to us by God the right to pursue life, liberty, The pursuit of happiness, freedom, folks. Now, freedom means different things to different people. The concepts of liberty are ensconced by our founders everywhere in our founding documents, friends. Our rights come from God. Is that not in the Declaration? Of course it is. What about's inscribed on the Liberty Belt? Yet with great liberty, I mean, what's inscribed there is proclaim the liberties, the the scripture in Leviticus. Yet with great liberty also comes great responsibility. We were told that if we just passed measure 110, the illegal marijuana market and all these other illicit drug markets would go away. That's what they told us. They lied. There's a story in the Northwest Observer today. Look, we know this. This story today in the Northwest Observer just puts an exclamation point to it. Police bust a drug ring in Southern Oregon. 24 arrests. The seizure of 37 firearms and $33,000 in cash. DEA, Oregon State Police, grants pass. Fentanyl, methamphetamine, cocaine, marijuana, and three-quarters of a pound of illegal mushrooms. Cartels, folks. How is this happening since the drug, illicit drug market was supposed to go away? They lied again. Now, that's one thing to talk about today. How about this? Are there two systems of justice in America? The story that broke yesterday evening is that the special counsel investigating Joe Biden's stolen classified document scandal. Yeah, he's not going to bring any criminal charges. What? You could probably start a conversation with someone, you know, who, a persuadable person, right? I mean, that's what this show is dedicated to. Being persuasive by having persuadable conversations. You could say, man, what do you think about the special counsel looking into Joe Biden, having all of these classified documents when the law didn't let him? What do you think about that compared to Trump being prosecuted for legally having classified documents. What do you think about that? Are there two systems of justice here? Is that right? By the way, speaking of Trump, for the fourth time, the federal appeals court, for the fourth time, A New York appeals judge temporarily lifted, temporarily lifted, Judge Arthur Engoron's Engoron's, whatever you say, his gag order on Trump. Why? Citing Trump's First Amendment rights. This is the fourth time. That the New York State, folks, New York State filled with liberal leftists just like Oregon. So don't think there's not hope here in Oregon that our appeals courts on some of these very obvious issues, including the lawsuit that we have brought on my behalf, on your behalf, all of media's behalf, in federal court, Against the Secretary of State's and Tina Kotex Ministry of Truth. Because everything that I'm saying to you, like yesterday's story, and, and who was it, Jim? I think you sent it to me. Um, and Art, hang on, I'll get to you. But it's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. The story yesterday that we talked about, and my apologies for not getting the show planned up on on both Telegram and on the KSLM podcast page, I'll get it done, how 386,000 votes were removed from a Republican Supreme Court candidate in Pennsylvania who ended up losing by 207,000 votes. How did that happen? Nobody's explained it. Now that's another question you could ask somebody, how does this happen? How does it happen that an election system, like say Marion County elections, and by the way, apparently there's gonna be a discussion City, uh, or EDC, I think it's the city of Salem. I think Curtis sent this to me. Is going to be putting together a discussion panel about how elections work. And guess who's going to be on that panel? Well, the Marion County Clerk, Bill Burgess. Have we ever had, maybe somebody should ask him, how is it that we have these videos of votes being removed? In real time, presidential races, the Supreme Court race, how is it that machines do not count properly and cases are overturned and new elections are ordered because of ballot box stuffing or in the case of Intra Michigan votes being switched by an algorithm inside a machine? How does that happen, Bill Burgess? And how do we know it's not happening here in Marion County? Maybe some of you ought to show up at this meeting and ask that question. Maybe it's a question you can ask. How can you have faith? This is, again, Mark Thielman's first lawsuit based on these U.S. Supreme Court rulings. That if people don't have faith or confidence in the election systems, then those systems are unconstitutional. Brown versus Board of Education. The lawsuit that we have today, and we're going to get an update today from Mark Thielman and Janice Deisinger. There's an amazing amount of information that Janice Deisinger has uncovered that is going to be entered in as part of this lawsuit, folks. We're going to get an update on it, those of us who are part of this federal lawsuit that says Tina Kotek and the Secretary of State's Ministry of Truth is unconstitutional. Because the very fact that whatever I say right now, or Art's going to say in a moment, folks, the very fact that we could even, under this new proposal of the Ministry of Truth, say, talk about elections, everything I just said could be reported to the FBI and the state police as misinformation, disinformation, malinformation because of this contract. It isn't illegal. There's no Oregon law that says it is illegal for me to just tell you this story about what happened in Pennsylvania or Michigan or Connecticut where the judge overturned an election for the mayor and ordered a new election. Why? Because of ballot box stuffing. Any of that would be defined by a bureaucrat, even more importantly, by artificial intelligence from a company in the U.K. It could be reported as a threat to the FBI and the state police. Are you awake yet? I hope so. Let's talk to somebody who is. Art, go.
2: Jeff Krupp, I love you, man. This has been your best week ever. Thank you. You're not getting older, you're getting better, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Anyways, okay, here's what I wanna talk about today. First of all, everybody needs to get engaged. If you don't, you know what's gonna happen? Benjamin Franklin said it. You have a republic if you can keep it. Right. And it's your dang responsibility as Americans to ensure that we keep it. There's lots of people out there that are being proactive, including myself. But we can do more. Okay. Yesterday, I called Senator Jeff Merkley's office because the Oregon Commission for the Blind is violating the law. A lot of government violates the law because they get away with it. And if you don't stand up to them and fight them and fight for principles and integrity, you'll lose our republic. There is No doubt about it. Now, the Oregon Commission for the Blind doesn't care about the law, doesn't care about blind people. All they care about is their power and their money. And uh, it's ridiculous. It stinks. No people, no people should be treated like second-class citizens. And all of us being treated like second-class citizens, and not just the blind community. They don't respect our opinion, they don't respect our Constitution, and they don't respect the law. I love you, Jeff. Get Thank involved, you, people, heart. or we'll yes. lose it.
1: Yes. In fact, there'll be an opportunity soon for you to join in a protest of the Oregon Commission for the Blind and under unlawful activities, maybe with Petunia. 620, back in a moment.
0: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: We're back, friends. Great to be with you. In a moment, we're going to go to the phones. It is Freedom Friday here on Political Coffee. That means you, of course, can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. We'll start with Ronnie in just a moment, and then we'll move to Jim. You can also send me, by the way, an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got early this morning from our buddy Doug, I'll get to... All of that on Freedom Friday. Got to remind you, elections are why we're in the mess in America today because the wrong people have been elected, and some of those are Republicans. The story today: George Santos, the lying Republican from New York, Congressman. He's gonna—he's re- just not gonna—he's not gonna resign, but he's not gonna run for re-election. Why? Because they found him the own ethics committee. Properly found this guy who's a liar. Found him guilty of ethics violations. Well, good. Finally, somebody gets held accountable. But it's a Republican. What about the Democrats? Hmm? How many of them get held accountable? Rashida Tlaib can be a part of an anti-Jewish pro-Hamas group, secretly on Facebook. And Republicans won't even censure her. Elections matter why you must support, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, like I do, what Mike Lindell's doing at MyPillow. Christmas is coming up. You can buy these incredible gifts at massive discounts, some of them up to 80% off. So I want to encourage you to go to mypillow.com. It's all one word mypillow.com and take advantage of these great deals. By using the promo code PC23. That's all you got to do. PC23 and you get these deals. Support KSLM Radio, this radio show, and Mike Lindell in the fight for election integrity. Save yourself a lot of money and sleep better and have just a better life. MyPillow.com. Doug writes this. Freedom Friday, the mathematical end of the empire. Monetary policy is boring until you discover you've been ripped off. Do parents really want to pass on a debt slavery system to their children? Why do people t- pay taxes that don't go to American infrastructure? Follow your money. Taxes, your taxes pay to prop up foreign nations like the Ukraine. And they get laundered back through FTX to the deep state and the Democratic National Committee. Yes, we can ignore the reality of the mess. the national debt elephant in the room is 33700000000000 trillion. It'll be another $2 trillion this next year, folks, on top of that. Imagine a football field, he writes, stacked with $100 bills that's 135 feet high. But we can't ignore the consequences of our reality, the hyperinflationary depression that we have passed on to generations to come. Jobs going away, wages flat, not keeping up with inflation. U.S. Treasuries downgraded to negative. Yes, in case you missed that, this happened a week ago. U.S. Treasuries are bonds that we sell to finance our deficit spending. We're downgraded to negative, folks. He quotes scripture, Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you. And being a priest to me, and since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. And he goes on to talk about other things that are absolutely good and correct about gold and silver. Let's go to the phones. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? We'll start with Ronnie.
3: Well, I will say this is that... Uh, People need to wake up. What do you think is coming next year's election? The ranked choice voting. Deny my one-man, one-vote situation. We need to be on the offense on this. Whoever's going to be candidates in any congressional district or state elections, uh, especially the Senate and the House, because I don't need any more canopes and uh, grifters of that nature. If you're going to serve the people, you serve on the principles of liberty, God of your choice, and common sense, which is an endangered species, minus four senators that held their ground. Uh, we need to make sure also that those that is in the party serve with behest that claim that their leaders serve at the behest of the body. There's too many that gets in the uh, various mindset that I'm a leader, but yet they act more like God dang Lenin, Stalin, Trotsky, Mao, or even today's chief. If they don't want, they want to claim that they want to do the best, but they don't want to put no skin in the game. Well, those that right. those that claim that, they am, that they're doing the Lord's work, but yet still perf- doing the devils in disguise. That's why and we, we to
1: stand in go. prayer against that spirit that controls their deceit, that deceives them, number one. And then secondly, mm-hmm. we stay active. In fact, and Ronnie, I'm going to let you go because I got to move to Jim here. Uh, right. There's a That's great the email from John McDonald that asks, how do you fix unresponsive legislators? I'll answer that. When we come back from the bottom of the hour break. Got to go to Jim. Jim, good morning. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, I want to talk about the, the, the marijuana dispensaries in Oregon. Okay.
4: There's like four in Sweet Home or five. They just sat there. Hardly anybody ever goes in there, and the, and the price of marijuana is so low, I think there might be a little bit of money laundering going on there. You know, if people looked into it on, on the Internet, they could probably trace it right down. I, I first heard about it on... On John D. Wells, he was th- they had a guy on there was talking about how they're money laundering. They have to have these places that are like that, uh, money laundering. And Oregon seems about as corrupt as to be. And there's plenty of smoke. And with there's smoke, there's fire. You know, how, ca- how can they pay the rent? How can they do all this stuff? Another thing I want to say before I go is uh, I bought some of the my fellow towels. They worked out really good. I'm a happy customer. I'll let you go, Jeff.
1: Thank you, Jim. You agree with me. Those are the best towels I've ever had. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate your points. Folks, back in a moment. It's 630. Monique Despain, 30 years as an Air Force colonel, just filed to run as the Republican down in Congressional District 4. Back in a moment. 630.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the
2: car.
1: We are back. Great to be with you today, my friends. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and you can talk about whatever you want to talk about today. and that be anything on my list. What's on your mind? Got something you just got to get off your chest. This is your day. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buke GMC talk line. 503 Emails to jeff at 1220.a. And by the way, why is there this story on Coin 6 about how Salem-Kaiser School District is, well, they're going to lay off people. They got budget cuts coming. They're going to talk about, apparently, the... Superintendent announced they've been looking at the budget line by line and finding reductions so they can get closer to closing the gap between the district's revenue and spending for the 23, 24. Now in it, she's quoted as saying that she asked the question, looking at line by line, says, is this expense more important more important, rather, than a person who is serving students in the building. Hmm. Maybe she ought to be asking the question, why are our, our, our expenses bigger than our revenue? Maybe she ought to be asking that question first. Maybe they're just spending too much money. I'm going to get to uh, Tim in a moment. It is Freedom Friday. Again, 503-589-1220. That is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Friends, right now you do not have to live in a cold house. Call freedom heating and air. Not only do they excel at emergency services, but right now, maybe your system, you think your system's fine. When's the last? Ask yourself, when's the last time you had it checked? They are running a special right now for $89. They'll come to any address within 25 miles of Salem where Freedom Heating and Air is, is based. Any address within 25 miles for $89, bucks, they'll do a furnace tune-up. They'll look at one indoor unit, one outdoor unit. And if you have additional units, and some people do, it's only $40 more. They'll look at it. They'll assess it, make sure everything's working properly. If you, change, if you want to change filters, that's extra. If you have a problem and they need to repair it, you'll have to pay for the parts. This deal, and it's a deal, folks, for $89, a furnace tune-up, runs through the month of November, ends on November 30th. And if you do call them at 503-580-1456 to get this special $89 furnace tune-up deal, 503 580 1456. If you call them, please mention that you heard it on political coffee here on KSLM. Would you do that, please? Freedom Heating and Air, 503 580 1456. Get ahead of the cold weather. John writes a great email. Then I'm going to go to Tim and to Gary. During the last session, he writes, even during the current mini session, I've noticed that some of our legislators either don't respond to emails or wait several weeks before replying to an inquiry or an explanation of their policies or actions. What can we do about their lack of response to the people that voted them into a position to represent them? Well, there's a number of things. The first thing you do is don't give up on contacting them. So what you you got to you got to shame them a little bit because you got to understand is that legislators typically don't read their emails. Their staff does. And usually staff is pretty good about this, about putting emails that are specific from their constituents first. Those are the ones that my staff used to put in front of me when I served in the House of Representatives. My constituents came first. So if you are a constituent. You say that up front. I am a constituent of yours, and I ask you to please respond to this. Don't make the email too long because if they're long, long emails, they you lose them. You lose the staff. You want to keep it short initially because what you're trying to do is get a response from them to engage them. Now, again, keeping in mind their staff is going to read it first. So it's got to have a good headline, a good subject if you're going to email them. Now, if you're phone calling them, the same kind of applies. You want to leave a message that is short, says, I'm your constituent, and I have an important issue I need to talk to you about regarding removing dams in Detroit Lake or Big Cliff Dam or Green Peter or Foster. You, you, whatever you want to say is it's what you leave on the voicemail message. So that's what you do. Now, if they don't respond, you email them again. And then you start shaming them. Do it in a nice way. Because remember, staff is reading these emails. Okay? Legislators rarely do. You got to understand, they get too many emails, number one. And they're too busy doing other things. So shame them saying this is my second email this week or i sent you one last week haven't heard back from you i really need to hear from you that's how you start the shaming process and if you've called and they haven't called you back you leave another message doing the same thing now none of that works you do it a third time you get a little bit more saying He's a little stronger language. You say, how come you're not responding to me? This is my third email this week or the last two weeks or whenever. And if you're leaving a voicemail message, please, this is my third voicemail message. This issue is important. And I hope that the representative cares enough about my opinion as one of their constituents, one of their voters. Use the word voters, by the way. To respond to me. So please call me at blah, 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 blah. And then if none of that works. You make it a point. To look on their website and see when they're going to be having these town hall meetings. And you show up at a town hall meeting. And you bring other people with you who, you know, think the way you do about whatever issue you care about. And you pack, let me tell you, I've had this done to me. Nothing impacts your brain more than a bunch of upset constituents of yours, voters of yours, showing up at your town hall meeting in their town or in another town that's close by. Doesn't have to be in your town. And then if you're in the Capitol, you go by their office. You be nice to their staff. But be firm, say I've emailed three times, I've called several times, I showed up at a town hall meeting, the representative wouldn't take my question. Now I'm showing up here. I need to talk to the representative now, please. And take me down to whatever committee requests that they literally walk you down to the committee hearing, wherever that person is, or take them down and they can do this to the side aisle inside the chamber in either the House or the Senate during when they're in session. And then you'll have to remain on the side aisle. And guys, hang on. Tim and Gary, I promise i can to get to you in a second. You've got to remain on the side aisle. They go get the legislator and they pull them out. And they come and talk to you on the side aisle. Now, you generally have to stay on the side aisle. You want to be... Again, nice to that legislator, even if it's someone you detest. Okay? But you need to be firm. And you need to remind them they have not responded to you after multiple attempts. That shames them. And most of them are human and they have a conscience. That's how I've done it. That's how I've had it done to me. That's how you work with unresponsive Let's just go to Tim. Tim, good morning.
5: Hi, good morning, Jeff. I'll be brief on a couple topics so that if you want me to talk about them later, I can do that maybe on another Friday for art, uh, blind enterprises of Oregon. There was a group of us, about five. The other were visually impaired in some way. Commission for the blind wouldn't take a contract for packaging Ready to eat meals. And so we formed Blind Enterprise of Oregon to do it. It's been providing employment for over 30 years. Next item, what I mentioned was, uh, the other day, South Lake Church. We took Roosevelt High School, flipped it. A church did it. And then we put together a team and went to other communities like Detroit, Michigan, and flipped an area there. My issue that I wanted to talk about real quick was on the payroll tax. You know that we won by 81%. Now, we have a responsibility though. They feel they have a responsibility to discredit us, and we have the responsibility to get involved in spending, budgeting, because they will try to discredit.
1: You're right. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that. Gary, hang on. I'll get to you on the other side of the break. Perfect points. Good points. Back in a moment, friends. It's 648. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. The Power of Buick CNC Talk. i back in a moment. Don't go away.
0: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is
1: 10 minutes to the top of the hour. We go right to the phones to Gary here on Freedom Friday. Gary, go. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Go beeves.
4: I know this is not a sports show or anything but uh, you do have the biggest game you've ever had in the history of uh, Oregon State tomorrow.
1: We do as a matter of fact. We do. Washington I mean it's, at yeah, go ahead. It's a biggie. <laughs> For a lot of reasons it's a biggie. If Well, not just Oregon, Yeah, not just the if game Oregon but State uh, shows up. Yeah. The way they did last Saturday Washington's in deep trouble and Oregon State could knock Washington out of any possibility of making playoffs. Exactly. Uh,
4: and, you know, I, I, I really think the the will win. Now, from a duck standpoint, we don't care either way because we play you next Saturday. Yep. Uh, and then uh, if uh, Washington wins... Then we play them in two weeks. So either either, um, it's, it's just a path to the, uh, the Pac 12 championship. But for the Beavers, they really got to make a statement because of what's happened with the Pac 12 and them being left out in the cold. They got to show that they're a program that somebody wants and somebody, uh, um, will look at as a
1: powerhouse. You're right. Hey, by the way, uh, in your latest daily newsletter, um, do you cover, I'm looking for it here. do you cover the fact that the Army Corps of Engineers is going to hold a listening session Monday in Sweet Home? I did not. I
4: didn't know anything about it. Is it on your is it on your web page?
1: Uh, not yet. I'm looking for it, actually.
4: Shoot it over but to was, me. To Where do I yeah. find it? I, I definitely want to get it up there so people can attend.
1: It should be on the Army Corps of Engineers website. Some of you who have time in the next few minutes, please, like right now, on your computer, look for it and send it to me to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM. And shoot it over to me, and I'll get it up there for Monday
4: morning. Definitely. Excellent. And And Excellent. real quick... Um, one of the things that you guys are talking about and we're gonna start talking about, is we need people like Ronnie to run for office and to get on off get into, uh, into some sort of uh, legislative uh, areas so that these voices, I mean he's one of the most brilliant people I've ever talked to. Uh, and same with Avis and, and Anna and all those people that have fought, you know, that are politically checked in, there is a way to get elected that doesn't take a whole lot of money. And we need some real people to flood the gates.
1: Yes, there is. And you brought up an important point. And we're going to talk about it more. Gary, thank you. Go Beavs. Go Ducks. And I'll say, go Ducks. Either way. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't right, go there, there yet. You go. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, I uh, got an email from Ronnie said, did not the state of Oregon have term limits on state legislators to around 2,000 because state Supreme Court said only the people can make the choice? Can that decision be used to repeal the 10 absence rule? Yes, I think that is actually part of the arguments that Measure 113 is unconstitutional. It's a great point. Uh, John, John is has has been very... Awesome in driving Petunia around the Salem area here. Need an artist to help with Petunia. For some of our decoration of Petunia for the Christmas parade, we'd like to have an artist help out with one or more of the drawings for a sign or a poster. Please contact Curtis or myself. Or perhaps send Jeff an email so he can get in touch with either one of us. If you'll be at the Coffee Clatch this coming Tuesday at the Honky Talk, come and talk to us then. So if you are an artist, an artist, we'd love to have you help with decorating Petunia for the upcoming Salem Christmas Parade. She's going to be in it. John's going to be driving her with his pickup. And like I alluded to earlier, Petunia is probably going north to help with a protest. The Commission of the Blind. We want you to help with that. You know what? If any state agency is not fighting with the law, they need to be held accountable, 100%. Uh, Terry writes an email about the Salem-Kaiser schools. Why do they have a budget deficit? Salem-Kaiser has lost hundreds, if not thousands, of kids who have been transferred to move to other school districts. They have also chosen homeschooling parents have, and private school educations. I know because my school district has swollen because of the transfers from Salem-Kaiser. Okay, that explains a little bit of their budget deficit. But if you have a business and you have to live within your means, you got to make tough decisions. If the Salem-Kaiser school district is spending more than they're bringing in because they've lost kids, then they ought to ask why they're losing kids. That ought to be the first thing. The second thing is, what do we really have to do to live within our means? How can we become more efficient? Jim writes an email about uh, Second Amendment. Yes, Jim, I saw that story. It's a Gateway Pundit story about how a little Michigan town, Michigan folks, has established its own militia. Bravo. If these folks were here in Oregon, they'd be in violation of House Bill 2572 or whichever one prohibits. Paramilitary activity, very astute point. And that's a, a bad vote that Charlie Conrad, who I hope gets replaced as the Republican down in a very conservative district outside of Eugene Springfield area. He and Kevin Mannix also took this vote to pass 2572. It's a bad vote, Kevin. You shouldn't have taken it. Linda writes an email. Uh, the listening session, she gave me the uh, website. This is the Army Corps of Engineers. Listening sessions about the Green Peter impacts. This is actually from Representative Jamie Kate, who's my state representative. She's the representative for the drawdown of Green Peter. The dead fish and the hit to the water quality. So I will have the, there's a virtual listening session Monday, November 13th on the web. Number one and number two, there's two of them that day, one from two to four Monday or five to seven 30. I will have the WebEx meeting and then they're going to do an in-person listening session Tuesday, November 14th. They're going to do this, not in sweet home. No, wait a second. We've already done that. This is the 17th. No, that, that's wrong. Uh Let's see, Green Peter. Now she has an update here. Uh, an update and they are gonna do an in-person meeting, I believe. I will put this, I will put this, it, this doesn't talk about the Monday meeting, doggone it. Let's keep trying, folks, keep digging. You can, you can make comment online. Keep digging. I ask you all to do that. Folks, thank you. By the way, I, there's a great story here. I will include it in the show plan. You know the real reason that the Gaza thing is going on? Because the Israelis have proposed what's called the Ben-Gurion Canal. It's been around a long time. A canal to go around the Suez Canal. And it runs through Gaza have a great weekend
2: see you Monday